0: Oh no, can't believe this, are you guys alright? I guess so, no thanks to you. (gasps) I'm so sorry, really. You want me to call an ambulance? I
1: think we're fine. Oh, Oh. Oh. call my lawyer. No,
0: please, I'll lose my wheels. Oh, Amara, I was only playing. Moon Podcast Escalation!
1: hello everyone my name is jordan d white my name is chris sims and this is sailor business it's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 sailor moon anime to talk about just why it is that we love it so much and we've got a good one today (laughs) we got a real good one that i have a lot to talk about and a lot of notes notes that just say well 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 jordan (laughs) oh good (laughs) We're going to be watching uh, Sailor Moon S, episode 96, which is called Cold-Hearted Uranus, Makoto in Danger, or Makoto in a Pinch, as you can very clearly tell they're saying
0: uh, when they say the episode title at the start. So, uh, first of all, I, I, I don't know if anybody will notice, but I just want to apologize for my voice, because after we recorded the episode of Xena Business that I was on, I spent the rest of the night barfing
1: thanks for like really going into the details that everybody needs
0: right here at the top of the show well it was a, it's a little ad for zena business
2: that's great <laughs> thanks zena business it'll make you barf all night Ow, ow, Yeah, it's, ow. it's awesome
1: that Allison and I have a new project that we've launched, and you're like, yeah, I did it, and then I barfed.
0: <laughs> Probably no, yeah. unrelated. Probably unrelated. I think it was food poisoning, not Xena poisoning.
1: Fortunately, uh, we do not need Jordan to talk today, because I have the Jordan <laughs> soundboard. No, I don't. Oh. I wish I did. I wish somebody would legitimately get on that and send me those files. No, but we do have a very special guest who's going to be helping us to talk about this episode. Uh, Returning from last episode, we have Christy O'Brien Murphy. Christy, welcome back to the show.
2: Hello, thank you for having me back again.
1: It is our pleasure to have you. Now, Christy, we already went through uh, your history with Sailor Moon on uh, the last episode of the show. So, if anybody missed out on that one for whatever reason, check back in there and you will hear all about uh, Christy and how she came to be the kind of person who would draw us the Pizza Coffee uh, t shirt.
0: <laughs>
1: but in the intervening week, have there been any Sailor Moon developments in your life?
2: There haven't been any new Sailor Moon developments. Uh, there has been a business development. Oh, <laughs> ho! <Hello. laughs> tried to make that segue I w- work.
1: I was drinking coffee while you just masterfully segued, uh, uh but please tell us, tell us about the business development.
2: So last episode, I mentioned I was trying to get a store together. That is up and running now. Yay. Uh, currently, there is only one thing in it, but there's a lot more on the way.
0: Where can we find it?
2: You can find it at society6.com slash cmurphbrien, C-M-U-R-P-H-B-R-I-E-N, and 6 I'm is I'm there! A- oh, are you?
0: Yep. Cool. Thank you. Hey, that's nice.
2: Thanks. And actually...
0: Sorry, I got distracted looking at the <laughs> store. <laughs> now, uh,
1: Christy, would you say that these make great holiday gifts or like the best holiday
2: gifts the best um maybe better halloween gifts than christmas (laughs) gifts because currently i just have a vampire in there but the best holiday gifts
1: nice well that is uh awesome uh, since we're on the subject of business, we have a, a handy bit of Sailor Business business to cover in this episode as well before we move on. Oh-ho. It is uh, probably the biggest bit of of podcast news in quite a while. We went ahead
0: and did it. We have launched the Sailor Business Patreon. Hooray! That's right. If you go to patreon.com slash sailorbusiness, you can become... A patron of Sailor Business and Xena Warrior Business today. Uh, That's
1: I guess that's the other thing is that
0: uh, Allison and I did launch Xena Warrior Business. We'll talk about that in a
1: second. And it doesn't make Uh, the Patreon. (laughs) The Patreon is supporting both podcasts. If you want to support the show, you can kick in as little as a dollar a month. Uh, We currently have three levels. We have uh, I named them, so this is all on me. We have trash piles at a dollar. Uh, Specter Sisters at five and Sailor Scouts at fifteen uh, per month. We said this on on Xena business as well. I did want a. F- a fourth level at 20 called warrior princess but i have no idea what to do at that level (laughs) because we don't really want to do t-shirts we've already got like one physical reward that goes out at 15 that, that hopefully we won't have to restructure everything
0: uh once that comes in here's an idea if you're a warrior princess you get a a guaranteed uh show question listener question every episode
1: I thought about that too. Uh, on the other podcast that I do, uh, Movie Fighters.
0: By which he means War Rocket Ajax.
1: We have Line Steppers, which is we have a level where people can get their Twitter questions or or their lists on the, the Every Story Ever list that we do. Uh, they can get those in above everybody else who submits. Mm-hmm. And so then we just have to go through all the Line Steppers. So I thought about doing that. But then I, I don't want to have to ban people who are giving us $20 a month. You couldn't. Which is they inevitably would what be, will happen.
0: That would be immunity. It would be immunity. <laughs> Um, I wonder. I'm if- not giving anyone lifetime ban immunity. That is not happening. <laughs> That's like a hundred. You're not month.
1: even. You do not even have lifetime ban immunity, Jordan.
0: <laughs> I wonder if right now, right now, we currently have more Spectre sisters than trash piles. I wonder if it's because people are like, I don't want to be a trash pile.
1: <laughs> well, here's here's the deal. If you haven't gone to the page yet, for a dollar, uh, we will thank you on the show, and, and we genuinely do appreciate everybody's support. And, and I will say, just right here up front, uh, I know it's the holidays. I know money's tight for a lot of people, and I know that we literally just told you like two weeks ago to—we gave you a nice list of organizations to donate to that are not sailor business. So uh, if you are worried about the show going away because you do not support it, you know, this this is a fully optional thing that's just—if you want to support the show— uh, oh, yeah. Regardless of what the Patreon uh, does, the show is going to continue to come out. Jordan and I are going to be here every week, but obviously we appreciate everybody who chips in. I will say our current goal that we're trying to get to, our milestone goal, uh, at 500 bucks a month, we're going to start doing mini-episodes of Sailor Business. And those can take a lot of different forms. Uh, yeah. I think that, you know, I've I've talked about doing like 15-minute manga uh, episodes uh, where we'll you know we'll just do like a real quick read through of each chapter of the manga and maybe the the short stories since those are, are side stories. Listener question episodes are something we can do there. Uh, we could have like an all crossover question special where we really yeah. think about it. The only thing that's not included in the mini episodes is Motoki's game corner because that is a separate uh, level. And uh, the reason that is a separate level is I put that I think at, at twelve fifty a month because I would have to learn how to do like video capture and like or, or like how to stream or how to do like a let's play or something because i think oh would you would do it like do as this. a video thing i might i just don't like i would have to figure out how to do it and i didn't want to do that last week when i was making the patreon so i made that our highest milestone goal currently <laughs> is chris figures out both how to play and how to uh share the experience of playing uh sailor moon another story I mean, look, I might just like tumble about it. I don't know yet, but there's a lot of vague terms.
0: And you know, you know what? We could, we could also. I, I was going to say, we it, it would probably be since we're all, now you, me, and Allison record different things on different combinations. We could probably even have her as a guest on some of the minisodes if we do those. Pretty yeah,
1: easy. We, we certainly could. Uh, but yeah, we have the trash pile episode, which is a dollar, which gets you just a thanks on the show. The five dollar level gets you access to bonus content that we're going to be doing. Uh, that's stuff that gets cut out of the regular recording of the show. We're, we're going to have like a very weird conversation from that first episode of Xena business that's going to go up. Uh, another thing that we're going to do, uh, just for patrons at the five dollar level, the the mini episodes when we get there, by the way, are going to be on the regular feed. Those are going to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the uh, the the bonus content. Another thing that we're going to do is uh, just putting up our show notes, which are very vague <laughs> <laughs> in a lot well, of cases. Yours and mine are, but apparently Allison's were
0: super detailed. No,
1: I write full sentences. I just don't write as many notes as you do.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, mine. Mine look like weird, like uh, poems about Sailor Moon.
1: Here's. I'm just gonna read yours Please. from this episode that you just Go sent me. It.
0: Go for it. Uh, we must
1: find the Messiah at all costs. The silence is coming. Why did she not see the egg, Sailor Mercury? <laughs> so that's the kind of notes you can expect. That's oh, can just something have, that we're like, gonna put poetry up.
2: poetry readings of these.
1: Oh, maybe. That's that's
0: at $1,800 per month. (laughs) I could do it for cheaper than that.
1: Uh, But yeah, like we're also going to there's a level on there, a milestone goal for Jordan and Allison both to do like uh, more uh, ukulele songs and music. If you have any questions about the Patreon, any suggestions for the Patreon even, please feel free to get in touch at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you if you think you know what we should do for that warrior princess level that will not uh, uh, be too taxing for us then then please let us know oh I should say uh, five dollars bonus content fifteen dollars uh, you get the bonus content uh, and we're gonna be doing next year once the the money actually starts coming in uh, we're gonna commission an artist to design an enamel pin for us a soft enamel pin. Uh, that we're going to be sending out to uh, listeners, and Jake is actually going to be uh, stepped up to do the the shipping on that. So thank you, Jake. Uh, we appreciate everything you do for the show, and you are part
0: of the reason we have a Patreon now. <laughs> in addition, I really do hope that I can get uh, that we can get a, a get, go back to having t-shirts in some capacity. Uh, I just don't know exactly when, and it probably won't be part of the Patreon. But we'll let you know about that, and Patreons think, will know uh, first.
1: I I think we might just end up doing, like, a a T-shirt store on on Society6 or Redbubble or or, or one of those places. Uh, That might be for the best. But, yeah, let us know. Let us know what you think. We will absolutely listen to suggestions from our listeners because you will be the people uh, supporting us on Patreon just like these people. Uh, Now, again, part of the deal is that you get a thank you on the show. So we're going to go ahead and knock that out here at the start of the episode. Uh, and since this is our first week of having the, the Patreon active, we have a, 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 quite a few to get through. I think we've got 33 uh, new pledges to get through. Thank you to all of these people. Uh, starting with our very first pledge was from uh, my good friend, Charlotte of Oz.
0: Thank you so much, Charlotte.
1: Thank you to Alan Sells. Alan Sells. Um, thank you so much. Dan Vincent. Thanks, Dan. Tony. <laughs> hey, Tony. Thanks. I think this is the the first pledge from someone who's been on the show, uh, Lisa Patillo. Was on the, has pledged.
0: Oh, thanks, Lissa. Brian Dean. Brian, we appreciate it.
1: Alex Miller-Clendon.
0: Alex, you rock. Uh,
1: Another uh, friend of mine, uh, a guy that I I have come to know pretty well over the past couple of years, uh, and hang out with him at pro wrestling events, Brandon House, has has kicked in a a few bucks. Brandon, thank you so much. Uh, Jason Chance. Thanks, Jason. Dominic Bowers-Mason.
0: Thank you, Dominic.
1: Justin Harwood.
0: Justin, I appreciate it.
1: Amy. Amy
0: Mizuno, I assume.
1: Thank you. Well, there is no last name listed, but uh, but it's it's Amy, so it would be Amy Anderson.
0: Amy Anderson, sorry. Yes. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. I mean, maybe maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know what uh, Amy's last name is. I assume it's a pretty common name, Amy Anderson. Did you wanna? Did you wanna say thank you? Oh, also thank you. I thought that was implied, but yes.
1: See, Jordan, the fact that you think a thank you is implied is the entire problem. You're rude. Uh, <laughs> you rude
0: guy. Uh, Crystal Dennis. Thank you, Crystal. Bill Battershill, or, or perhaps Battershill. Thank you, Bill. That is very nice of you. Uh, Connor Moran. Connor, thank you for this. Uh, Katie Folks. Katie, thank you for helping us out.
1: Fletcher Arnett.
0: Fletcher, thank you. Uh,
1: this next pledge comes
0: from Soso Sundair. Soso Thank you so much. Is that right? Okay, thank I you hope so. so, so much. Oh, there we are. Oh, there you go. Sam, Sam Weiss Kreider. Sam that is awesome of you. Blue Dilaquanti, who is
1: uh, the uh, artist of a fantastic comic called Oh Human Star that everybody should check out. That's awesome. Well,
0: thank you for thank you for supporting us.
1: Uh, we have one from the letter J and an
0: asterisk, which I want to <laughs> pronounce Jasterisk. I, I, I'm going to assume it's probably J, right? Mm. Well, thank you. Either way. Chris Limmerman chris thank you so much hey you're welcome not you no not thank you dan casino dan thank you uh karen jean karen we appreciate it bjorn fontaine bjorn i appreciate your help
1: joel thomas is our next pleasure.
0: joel thank you so much for helping out
1: uh uncle petunio
0: uncle petunio i'm glad you've been listening thanks for helping
1: christian leblanc uh who was nice enough to send us the the sailor moon r movie on dvd and is now sending us a little bit of money
0: every month thank you so much christian we appreciate that luke mcclung luke thank you for helping
1: brian alford
0: brian you're awesome ryan carmichael ryan thank you so much elaine ames elaine thank you for being a listener and supporter
1: and our last one uh today we
0: have Michael Schurman. Michael, thank you so much, and thank you all so much once again.
1: Yeah, uh those are that's our first week, so it will not take that much longer in the future eventually, once everyone has pledged.
0: Well, once we have yeah. so many pledgers. I mean, you shouldn't promise that because realistically, that's 33 patrons. Before we ever announced it on an episode of Sailor Business, that is true. That is true. <laughs> so, so let's see. Let's try to top that next week, gang. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Let's do it. Uh, no, but
1: seriously, thank you to everybody who who went over to the Patreon when we announced <laughs> it on, on Twitter and, and kicked in a few bucks. That's awesome of you. Uh, and we will be using that money to do some really cool stuff in the uh, in the future, like <laughs> paying my bills. <laughs> That's Buying awesome.
0: groceries—that's so cool, dude!
1: All right, uh, so now uh, I think speaking of our listeners, we're going to maybe do a couple
0: of Twitter questions for us and Christy. Christy, are you up for it? Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, oh gosh, did this, <sighs> Chris? I always get lost as to where we are in the Twitter questions and whether we've done them or not before. Uh, that's I know why you advocate a to, purge. I know, the, the, I know. Yeah,
1: we need we need the purge. I also have a couple letters to read,
0: by the way. Well, hold on, hold on. I, so I'm just saying, I don't know, I don't think I've asked this before. Okay. But here's what I'm going to say. Uh, that guy, Angelo, wants to know. So you like the characters, moves, and moments from R, but the individual episodes disappoint. Is that any different than WWE? Uh,
1: that's, I mean, that's close to being a crossover question, but in the, in the spirit of the holiday season it's not a crossover Uh, it's just comparing the two no i will say that is absolutely true the now that you have said it the feeling that i have watching sailor moon R is a lot like the feeling i have watching raw where i am disappointed every
0: week until i'm not (laughs) (laughs) oh that's sad emma j wants to know in which olympic sports would the scouts compete fire arrows and love me chains are allowed right I don't think that they do let you use those in the Olympics. Let's see. What would the what would the scouts be good at in the Olympics? That's not a crossover because well, presumably I mean, they have the Olympics. In figure skating. That's true. Well wasn't Eski. Yusaki really bad at it?
1: Yes. Uh well Makoto was good at figure skating. Uh is good at volleyball. Oh
2: yeah. Oh. Uh, is, is archery an Olympic sport? I think it is. Yes. Ray's yes, good it is. at that.
0: So we got three down. Ami's good at math? Th- no, that's not a
1: sport. <laughs> She could go to the Olympics. I
2: think that, nope. when the Olympics were first started, they did have, I don't know if math was a category, but there was like an Olympic gold medal for poetry and I think like graphic design or something. <laughs> that's, wow. That's there, so there were weird. definitely non-athletic Olympic events.
1: Okay, the, the, I am going about to Google non-athletic Olympic.
0: Okay, there it is. It's coming up. Okay, this is going to require more research, so. it's oh, too much. Much, yeah. too much to read. Um it wasn't just a handy list. Uh well let's see. Amy is she freezes things. Uh so probably a winter sport. I would say probably bubble spraying. She could <laughs> she could probably take the silver Oh. In. Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think oh. uh she could be a a sweeper in um what do you call curling? it? Curling? Yes, yes, she could be a curling sweeper.
2: Well, she also swims. I oh, just remembered she? that. Yeah, Amy likes to swim. She could hmm.
1: uh Michiru likes to swim. We're going to see that in this episode. We're going to linger on some shots.
0: <laughs> is you saw? there's no Olympic eating contest uh, as far as I know.
2: Oh, I would love it if there was an Olympic pie eating contest.
0: <laughs> uh I mean, is you well, I guess no, she would do discus, obviously.
2: Oh yeah. That makes sense.
0: You're allowed to make the discus hover above your hand, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But like okay. Somebody in the crowd just needs to hold up like a picture of Avocadora <laughs> or or one of the monsters. I guess one of
0: the earlier monsters. Pretty nice. Oh, and then, uh, and then she actually had a follow-up going, uh, what would the Silver Millennium Olympics look like? Would they be all silver medals and, or crystals? And is there an eating competition?
2: Well, again, wouldn't it all be ice skating? <laughs> like, haven't that- we established that's just what everyone did in the Silver Millennium? Like, like, the Silver Millennium is the future on the moon. Oh, I thought that
1: was the past. No, no, Silver Millennium is the past.
2: Yeah, Crystal Tokyo Wait, is no, the you're future. Right.
1: Crystal Tokyo t- 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 is the future. Jordan. get it right. together. I, oh my, my wow. God.
0: <laughs> so Tom, I'm sorry. They definitely had ballroom dancing competitions as well in the Silver Millennium, and fountains that spray water for some reason. Uh, p- pillars that spill spray water. Uh, no, as why fun. not? Why not? Sure
2: i don't um, think they were competitive fountains though
0: maybe that would be even better if we had carte blanche and a time machine how okay. would we <laughs> but we're only going to use it for this one thing how would we fix chibi yusa in the 90s anime like, okay wait wait like,
2: fix her as a person or <laughs> yeah like are we, we going
0: yeah are like, we are going we back the to the like, script
2: or are we dealing with her Are we going question. back to
1: Toei. Or are we going back to, like... Are we in, like... Yeah, this this question is way too vague. I guess... <laughs> I guess I, no, okay.
0: Well, I guess that's the question. We have... Listen, we have carte blanche. So we can do whatever we need to. If we If we need to go back to... The creation of the manga and go do it different so that they know what to do better in the in the in the anime. We can or we could hey, just go yeah. back to the anime let's, makers. Let's
1: us two dudes go back and tell Naoko Takeuchi what she did wrong with Sailor Moon. That's a
2: good I idea. I did real good say That's what we it's
0: good, dude. I said it's what Chibius we could. Is
2: fine do. in the manga, though. It's the so then let's no go manga back manga to the fault.
0: yeah. Let's go back and talk to the people making the anime. What are we gonna What are we gonna advise?
2: Uh,
1: I, I would. Here is my literal one suggestion. <laughs> Just gonna pop out of the time machine in the office. Uh, I will have memorized a Japanese phrase phonetically okay. uh, because it is a language I do not speak. And the phrase I will say is, "Hey, don't do the episode where she pees everywhere." <laughs> and then I go back in the time machine and I return to the present to a to likely a a, a post apocalyptic nightmare world.
0: <laughs> no, I think I I don't think the pee is the problem.
2: Also, are you yeah, saying? <laughs> Chibiusa wetting the bed is the only thing preventing us from a post-apocalyptic nightmare world because if it is then we should keep that in.
0: It's it's the butterfly effect. Maybe in a world where she doesn't pee the bed, we have a different president elect. Well, the, then, I, then then you would have to go back and stop me. And you know, we're not t- time traveling to change the anime.
1: It's too complicated. Too complicated. Oh, you just give up that easily. They gave you carte
0: yep. blanche. I I st- eat i sleep i take the easy way out you know what actually can i tell you something really dumb uh i'm going to anyway um yeah you're right i don't want to change the anime at all because the anime of sailor moon was too formative in my life and i'm afraid that if we change it it will change my life too much here's a question we got from jinglin james if you take cranberries and stew them like applesauce why do they taste much more like prunes than rhubarb does
1: uh, that's not a good question for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have never stewed cranberries.
0: I mean, to be fair, I think we've said that they can ask us anything, but uh that doesn't mean we have an answer.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but don't they know that we're not actually good at cooking? We just we just cook because we're tall. Uh,
0: it's not a talent. Let's see. Let's see if we have one hit, more good one. Hit me with one more, and then I'll, I'll read a couple letters. Here's a weird one from Hey James. High heels that look like guns or guns that look like high heels? Answer as yourself or your favorite scout. My answer would be, why not both?
1: Uh, Why not Bayonetta, in which her high heels are guns?
0: Yeah, that's fair. Now, but the Sailor Scouts wouldn't use guns, right? I, look, I don't know anymore. (laughs) Because because
1: like Moon Tiara magic or Moon Tiara action is is like the Tiara it turns into a discus of light and and turns a monster into into dust right like as the show has gone on the attacks have gotten significantly more violent Moon Spiral Heart attack literally just creates a giant heart and hits you with it like a truck which i love well sure so who's to say that Sailor Moon's next attack won't be like
0: Silver Crystal Gun Okay, somebody should totally draw the, the like nineteen nineties cover of Sailor Moon comics where like they're all badass and have guns for the first time.
2: Yes.
1: Oh, no. oh man, like yeah. Here's what here's here's our art request for this week. Again, yeah, yeah. totally optional. Uh, New Mutants ninety eight, but with Sailor Scouts. Oh, is that the first appearance of Cable? Yeah. It, wait, New Mutants ninety eight actually might be the first appearance of Deadpool. What's uh? What's yes. the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's the one I'm thinking of? Oh, 87. New Mutants, uh, eighty-seven with the Sailor Scouts. There's five what people was on the of, cover.
0: What I was thinking of was uh, was Hulk three ninety. I didn't know the number until I just uh, found it. And isn't there a, a Captain America one as well, where he's got a machine gun?
1: I mean, probably. There's also that uh, that FF cover the Walt from the Walt Simonson run where they've got where they've all got the giant guns. But yeah, like I want to see the New Mutants one with uh, with the other
0: Sailor Scouts as the New Mutants. Oh, so who's who's the one that who's the one with the gun? Uh, Usagi, obviously. Oh, She's gonna kill the other scouts. Man, that's effed up.
1: Jordan, Jordan, have you have you, you? How long have you worked at Marvel Comics? You know that Cable doesn't kill the New Mutants in that issue, right? What? Spoilers, Jesus! Yeah, he joins the team. <laughs> that's how we got X Force.
0: I don't know about that. That sounds unlikely. That uh, that that doesn't sound like it gels with Xavier's dream. Well, look—it's extreme times call for extreme heroes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we got a
1: couple of letters. Uh, this is one that I wanted to to read out on the show. This is from uh, Segal, who is a listener, uh, and uh, she says, uh, "Oh, she is uh, non-binary, but uh, said that uh, she uses uh, female pronouns." So, uh, this is concerning your discussion of Haruka's gender identity and expression. I should start by saying that I don't believe any of this was intentional on the part of the showrunners, considering they think incestuous cousins are better than lesbian lovers. Based on everything I've seen from the show, it's most likely that Haruka is gender-fluid. She seems very comfortable when people refer to her using both male and female pronouns, and her gender expression includes the entire spectrum. Sometimes she leans towards feminine, sometimes masculine, sometimes both, sometimes neither. I myself was assigned female at birth. I never felt like either a girl or a boy. I feel completely discon I felt completely disconnected from my body, and I had a lot of issues because of this. I can't express enough what it meant to me to see a character like Haruka in a mainstream show. Her, and to a lesser extent Makoto, taught me that liking certain activities and things didn't define you as a person. Makoto's interest in fighting and video games didn't mean she was a girl wasn't a girl or feminine, and Haruka could wear a boy's uniform or a tiny miniskirt and still be the same person. Sailor Moon helped me accept that having a female body didn't automatically make you female. That there's a multitude of ways to be a woman or a man, and that neither was superior or inferior to the other. I'm forever grateful to this show for that. Keep up the great work. Uh, thank you, Sigal, for writing in. We we absolutely wanted to hear uh, from uh, non-binary and gender-fluid uh, listeners about Haruka, since that's something that we talked about at length. So I'm really glad that we have gotten a couple of uh, of responses to that effect.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for writing in.
1: Uh, We also got uh, an email from a listener, Kimberly King, uh, who uh, has the complete collection of the anime on DVD, and in September went to Fan Expo Toronto and got the DVD case signed by Linda Ballantyne, uh, who of course was Sailor Moon, uh, Toby Proctor, who was Darian, Jill Frappier, who was Luna, and Ron Rubin, who was Artemis. Uh, Wow. Wow. And the reason I especially wanted to bring this up is because uh, she included a picture. And uh, Ron Rubin signed it, Kimberly, all the best, and then wrote his initials, RR, and then signed it as Artemis with the word Artemis and then drew a cat's paw. Let me see. Let me see. It's like really, it's super cute. That's awesome. Uh, I'm here. I'm forwarding it to you, Jordan. Oh, Seagal actually has a cookbook theory. Oh. Uh, Ami soft-spoken girl genius with water-based powers. Makoto, physically strong girl with some typically masculine interests who's strongly motivated by love and has vaguely earthy nature powers. Michiru, soft-spoken prodigy and darn near everything with water-based powers. Haruka, physically strong girl with the same typ- with some typically masculine interests who's strongly motivated by love and has vaguely earthy nature powers. Ami oh, I and Mikoto, was going
2: to make the same comparison later. <laughs>
1: Yes, well this is the episode for it So uh, Ami and Makoto must be a couple Because they're basically a prototype of Michiru and Haruka A.K.A. a canonical lesbian couple
0: (laughs) Well Maybe We'll we'll talk about it this episode
1: Uh, Yeah, so uh, like I said, if you want to get in touch Please email us at sailorbusinesspodcast At gmail.com And with that, I think it's time to finally move Into the episode itself (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: Alright, Jordan, so I'm gonna put on my Cloverwake hat here and try and guess the
0: uh American title for this episode. I think you should. So let me see. Does it have anything to do with the the real title? So, something to do with it.
1: Uh well I know that the the American title is not gonna be cold-hearted Uranus. You're absolutely right, it is not. Okay. Uh uh. Is it, is it Lita gets a girlfriend? No, it says Lita in it. Okay, is it, is it, is it Lita's crush?
0: No, that would be inappropriate.
2: Is it riding in cars would with girls? Would it be?
0: Because no. it's not. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Christy.
2: Oh, my guess was riding in cars with girls.
0: No, no, That's a good sign. because again, well, no, you could say that, but they would because of the connotations. Chris, if you think this episode... In the Cloverway version, is about Lita having a crush on them. You are wrong. I don't know how they could write around it.
1: Yeah. Like, they just... uh, unless, uh, unless uh, they're like, hey, why is, uh, why is Michelle hanging out with
0: Andrew? No, no. You want me to tell you? I'll tell you. The way they yeah, write yeah. around it is the exact same way they wrote around it last episode, which is A, poorly, and B... <laughs> By <laughs> shifting the entire emphasis in the Cloverway version of this episode, uh, Lita is enjoying the idea of having these new friends, and Usagi is incredibly jealous that her best friend Lita is seeming to try to have a new best friend.
1: Okay, first of all, first of all, Usagi would never be jealous that she had other friends. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Second of all well, Serena. Second whole, Serena, yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: Second of all, Lita's not Serena's best friend. <laughs> like, let's be real here. Who is? Who is? Uh well, I mean, canonically it's Molly. But not it's anymore. she
0: barely ever sees her. She After Molly, her I'd episode. say it's well, yeah, she did see her last episode. But <laughs> Molly Molly's off with her boyfriend. I would say it's it's either either Ami
1: or or Minako is who I would guess.
0: You don't think it's Ray?
1: I don't think it's. Well, I I think Ray has a better shot than than Makoto. Lita. Like, really? Yeah. Ray has a better shot than Lita. Yeah. Like, they don't hang out alone together. This is like the first episode where they're hanging out together ever.
0: Is that true? Eh, probably not. But you never know. So that's anyway, the Anyway, like, thing. okay, so
1: what's the, what's the title? Lita borrows trouble. <laughs> oh, because she borrows the scarf? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Oof. yeah
0: yeah not very all good. right
1: well we are going to be talking about cold-hearted uranus makoto in danger makoto in a pinch uh which is a much better title i don't know why they didn't leave it as in a pinch instead of in danger Where now where's the uh, in a pinch part come from it's it's the the remember we talked about this with uh with annie the uh japanese language often uses the phrase in a pinch which they have uh uh adopted from english and so if you listen to the uh title of the episode as given in um in the japanese version that's up on hulu right now you can hear uh usagi say oh like you can actually hear them say in a pinch yeah, you can uh, you can actually hear her saying uh, in a pinch that's funny yeah she says uh, makoto no pinch oh that's funny i thought i thought so uh, also the first note that i have for this is uh uh Teaser Usagi has oh, some yeah. seriously rigid ideas about the heteronormative gender binary.
0: I think this whole episode Usagi does, but especially yeah, yeah. Teaser Usagi.
1: But certainly, like, Teaser Usagi, like, when, when we're seeing the clips from the episode that we're about to see, Teaser Usagi literally goes, Makoto, no! Haruka's a girl! <laughs> you mustn't look at her that way. <laughs> yeah, like, mm, Usagi. Usagi, let's, let's let's take a walk and talk about this, and then you can come
0: back. Like, it, it, but I think that I, I do think that that continues throughout the, the the show, which is funny because, I mean, listen, I, I understand that most of the shipping uh, involving Sailor Moon doesn't involve Sailor Moon. Like, I, I, of course, there are people who ship her and Ray. Of course, there are people who ship her with probably every scout. But like the ones that people get really adamant about, like, for example, Cookbook or what was the other one? Uh, what did we call it? Burning Love? <laughs>
2: I liked well.
0: firewood firewood yes firewood is pretty good
1: firewood. firewood is pretty good i actually have a new one that i will be revealing later in this
0: episode <laughs> the only problem as a with, teaser the only problem with firewood is well, that we'll have isn't you
2: to listen
0: ahead isn't jupiter the oak whatever yeah but but minako's the piece of wood i know i know um, so but like other than like those ones are not with sailor moon uh, because everybody obviously assumes that sailor moon intends to be with Darien for real but it's crazy that this episode, you see, like, she has never considered the idea of two girls, like, in her life. Which is very weird, considering that, like, okay, first of all, it's very hypocritical,
1: considering that in A Handsome Boy, uh, like,
0: she and Venus are just, like, following Haruka around. That was when they thought she was a boy, and as soon as they figured out she was not a boy, it was like, off. Switch has gone to the off position, no longer attracted.
2: Yeah, the fact that it was just such a like switch was flipped off. Not she's yeah. like, oh wait, maybe maybe I'm learning new things about myself that I didn't expect. What's happening here? Just nope,
0: nope. It was just an embarrassing situation. Like wah wah, that's not a boy. Oh, I'm an idiot. That's the end. Also, don't forget that when she
1: meets Ray for the first time on the bus, she gets hearts in her eyes and
2: goes, oh yeah, she's she just beautiful. Follows Ray home because she's a stalker. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and was it, was it last episode or two episodes ago or when they were in the, no, it was the kiss episode when they were in the, uh, the, the diner and they saw the both of them and they both got like flowers surrounding them. Yes. She, she romanticizes women, but not romantically yet. Uh, Yeah. As far as we're aware. She's, she's, she's still learning about herself. I think is what we're finding out. Spoiler. She's going to marry a dude. (laughs) Yeah, but like destiny is a tricky thing. Yes, is it? <laughs> I mean, yes, maybe she will. She will learn that 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 yeah, there's that she could be attracted to women, but she's definitely going to end up with a man. Here, here's
1: an honest question: Besides us, and besides uh, Leanne Centaur, is anybody out there shipping Derry Andrew? Oh, I don't know why I
0: was waiting for a response, but I was. I was like,
1: we got your cat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Boop are you shipping them? Oh, that's cute. I am not no but is, is, is it dariy andrew and and uh memorotoki is that um, is that Mar- how you would say that that's good that's good um no, I don't think anybody i mean because they're not around enough anymore now, especially matoki he's true. off in his that's game true. corner by himself,
1: yeah, like wondering
0: where everyone has gone <laughs> there with used to be trying, nice... trying to Skype with his girlfriend in uh, in Madagascar oh, they didn't have Skype back then. He was just he, this was dude this was when he was paying long distance bills. Oof, yikes yeah. the 90s.
1: Yeah. So we open on uh Usagi and Makoto who again we do not see together all that often. Look like, we do not usually
0: see just those two hanging out. Is that true? <sighs> I yeah, feel I like we feel must like have seen is. them. I guess you're right because usually at least Amy's there because not for the reason you're thinking, but because they go to school together. So if they're hanging out after school, th- why wouldn't all three of them be together?
2: I think Usagi does. When she hangs out one-on-one, it's more with either Amy or Mina.
0: Yeah, I, mean, like, I agree. We've seen spotlight episodes in the past
1: where it's, you know, like, oh, Usagi's going to hang out with, with Ray alone this week. But I feel like we very rarely see these two in combination. Uh, we also see Usagi pulling an advanced level Shingo. <laughs> yeah, she's walking backwards, Shingo.
2: Oh, uh, she's the one who taught him how to do it.
1: She's walking backwards, holding her book bag. Behind and her, yeah.
0: Also, but it's weird because her book bag is under her ponytails. It's, the whole situation is weird.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, ex- like, if you think about it, it's extremely complicated, uh, an extremely complicated position for her to have gotten into. <laughs>
0: She's trapped there now. She can't stop. <laughs> yeah, like the only way to put that bag down is to just drop it, right? Like you can't. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, it's possible to reach under your hair. She can. Yeah, like, but go she would have had with to like hand. slip it
0: under there because her arms are
1: over her hair. The bag is under her hair. She would have had to like arrange it. <laughs> so. Uh, also, also heteronormative ass Usagi responds to, uh, Makoto saying, yeah, I made some sandwiches for the study group tonight by turning around
0: and going, I love you. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She says, lucky me. Yes.
1: No, she says. she literally says, I love you. Mama. Oh, yeah.
0: Th- th- after she says the other stuff. Yeah, she does. You're right.
2: Oh, yeah. I just, uh, I rewound it. And that was exactly the line I landed
0: on. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, look, she's got a lot to learn. She's only 14, 14. 15? She's 14 years old. She's a cancer. Her blood type is O. Well, she's got to be 15 She someday. might
1: actually be 15 at this yeah. point.
2: She does. Like, yeah, it's not like a one season per year thing, but she does get a little bit older as the series goes on.
1: The, the, there's a specific time marker in this season of this being their last year of middle school. Because, again, this conversation is all about them going to study for their high school entrance exams, which is what they've been talking about for the entire uh, season so far. So the thing that I was trying to figure out, this will come up later, but I might as well talk about it now because it has no impact on the rest of the show. At one point, uh, Haruka is going to be driving around in her car, which she presumably owns. (laughs) Because again, this show has a ratio of like two parents per six girls. (laughs) like It's like a one to three parent to girl ratio. And Haruka goes, yeah, I'm a high school first year. And I'm like, wait, so you're a year older than Usagi. So you're 15 and you have a car that you drive and own alone? She might be 16. She might be 16, but even so, she's got a very hot car.
2: I looked that up um, because they comment on it. Like, are you old enough to drive? And at least according to the internet, you need to be 18 to get a driver's license in Japan.
0: They said something in the episode, though, that don't they? They say something like, she got her she license. She says
1: she got her license overseas. Yeah. Which I think it's, in, like, I mean, I think it's presented in the show as bullshit. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah she, I don't think
0: it very to says it. I'm trying to remember far what they changed important. that to in the, the clover way, and I can't remember. As go far ahead, as her me. owning
2: a car, though, like, they don't do it as much in this series, but in... In other versions like in the manga and crystal, like Haruka is a rich famous celebrity and so is Machiru. So Are they really? Yeah. I mean they're not. Yeah, they're they're rich and famous. They have like tons of money and it's not I mean she could certainly afford a car even if she couldn't legally drive it. Well, what are they famous for? Is, oh. is it that she's like a, a like an actual rally driver? Yeah, Haruka's a famous race car driver and Machiru's like a world famous Musician. That's, uh, I mean, like, that's
1: stuff that's been presented to us in the show, but not like that they're famous for it. (laughs) just that they're like teens who have interests in race car driving and uh, violin lemon juggling.
2: I don't know if it's the lemon juggling specifically that got her her international acclaim.
1: So far more important for this episode, Usagi says, hey, I'm really lucky to have a friend like you who is so talented at cooking. And Makoto decides to get real. Like, walking down the street, Makoto just goes, yeah, not really talented. I just uh, wanted to learn how to cook because uh, I'm I'm tall and boyish and no one
0: will ever want me so, if, I, but if like, I can't be useful. No, but that's—can that's. that's can I just call bullshit on her for half a second? Because uh, okay. I understand that she—like, if I was her friend, I wouldn't do this because it, you, you have to be sensitive to the fact that she's actually revealing emotions. But I, she's literally saying— I'm not talented at this thing. I just worked really hard and became good at it. What? That, AKA, (laughs) I wasn't born knowing how to cook. Is that what you're trying to tell us? Wow. Shocking.
1: Well, she's, I think what she's saying is she doesn't have like an innate skill, but no, that makes it more impressive. That makes it more
0: impressive. Not less Impressive.
1: Yeah, like here's the thing, if you have like an innate, like, like I do believe that like some people are naturally more talented at at things than others, like, you know, like drawing. I can, I could work every day for 10 years and never be above passable
0: at drawing. but, But Chris, but Chris, that means when you become, when you do become good enough at drawing and somebody goes, you're good at drawing, you you wouldn't be like, no, I actually suck at drawing. I just worked really fucking hard all my life.
1: Yeah, but I, but I probably would say, yeah. Well, I'm not really talented. Like I put in Ugh. a lot of work.
2: I mean, yeah, I would, I would distinguish between like innate talent for something versus a developed skill because those are kind of different, and certainly they work together. Like if you, just because you're naturally have a knack for something if you don't put in the work you still won't get as good at it but there are also like yeah any skill you can build on
1: jordan i thought you were going to call bullshit on the fact that makoto is like you know literally equally as beautiful as everyone else in the show (laughs) that's also true tall and powerful and graceful you know she she is a she is a figure skater but she's very she's very insecure about
0: her height which is which is like it's so it's so unfeminine being five foot seven
1: (laughs) i i love that that is that that is a question now like if anyone ever tells us that uh jupiter is their favorite scout we're like okay are you five seven (laughs) and we get a lot of people saying yes
0: Oh, uh, in the dub, uh, Usagi says to her, you're not getting introspectacle on me, are you?
2: <laughs> oh, Usagi.
0: I mean, Serena. But yeah, Serena says that, yeah.
1: this is going to be uh, this is going to be an episode where Makoto uh, sort of deals with her insecurities a little bit. Time for an action but sequence. Yes. Uh, they are crossing the street and all of a sudden a motorcycle uh, nearly sideswipes them. Makoto pushes uh, Usagi out of the way uh, and sa- literally saves the life. Of the destined princess of the moon.
2: Uh, I thought that was a nice callback to how they first met, because isn't that. Wasn't that the same thing? Like Usagi was walking to school and just spaced out and walked in front of a truck and Mako saved her? And that's how they met? Uh, I
1: thought they, they met up. when. Yeah, when Makoto beats up those three guys.
2: Okay, I guess Maybe I'm getting it wrong.
1: Too. You uh, might be thinking also... of the Marvel Comics superhero Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, also, uh, when. When Makoto is tackling Usagi, that's when you see the sign in the background that says rock in chair.
0: Oh, I got to see that. <laughs> um, here's what I have to say uh, about this. Uh, now, listen, this is a fun little action sequence. Yeah, there's rock in chair. It's, a, it's they're in Tokyo. It's a city of like millions and millions of people. It would be a weird coincidence if they knew the person driving this motorcycle, <laughs> especially since, like you said, they only know like three people old enough to drive it
1: would also be really weird if there was literally no one else on the street at this time at all. Like, in the background, walking past them, yeah, in that rocking would chair. Change. That would, yeah, be, that would be really strange. weird.
0: So, then the, uh, the driver takes off the helmet, and uh, it is... Uh, no, not Mishiro. <laughs> Amara, uh, uh, a.k.a. Haruka. And Haruka is like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah, unlike... Uh, Haruka
1: as, uh, Sailor Neptune, like, Haruka as a a regular person is like, oh my god, are you hurt? Are you okay? Like, did you, did you get injured? She's not like, yeah, fuck you. (laughs) That's what you get for standing in my way. Which is what she does as a sailor scout. Yes, yes.
2: Like, she's not out to just kill random pedestrians. She's just accepted that people might get hurt in her quest to prevent the end of the world. She's, she's cold-hearted. She's
0: cold-hearted Uranus. In the dub. Uh, and I think it's, Usagi is like uh, maybe as a joke. I couldn't. I can't remember if it was a joke or serious. She says, "Call my lawyer." Uh, to which Uranus goes, "No, please! I'll
2: lose my wheels." Because <laughs> she's not old enough to be driving. Yeah. Also, I yeah. love the faces Usagi's making during this whole exchange.
1: D- these. This has literally the best Usagi face ever coming up in a second. Which one? Well, okay. For, well, first of all, I want to talk about Haruka's look in this. She's uh, wearing like a really awesome uh, motorcycle suit with a scarf, like like Common Rider. <laughs> is and it really I just wanted to point up? out, yes, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say that bike suit is really hooked up. Sorry. Oh. Secondly, Mitsuki uh, goes. Uh, Haruka's like, "Hey, are are you hurt?" And Usagi's like, "No, I'm fine." And she looks up and goes, "What about you, Mako? And Mak- Makoto has stars in her eyes and is <laughs> blushing and the, it's soft focus. Uh Makoto is quite taken with Haruka. Uh, and I just wrote well well well. <laughs> uh, but the like Usagi's reaction to that is great. And then there's uh like this really intense uh exchange between uh Haruka and Makoto that's really played like like when you would meet like a, a a a a lover. Like it's this really like ah, oh, you hurt your hand. I'll help you. Here, take this. Like it's this really intense romantic uh setup scene. And then Usagi like just rises up slowly in the background with the weirdest best faces.
2: It's uh she kind of reminds me of Finn from Adventure Time when she's making those faces. Yes! Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's so great. Hey, those are great faces. Now, here's the thing. Uh, let me let me just go back to saying, uh, Haruka is kind of a jerk in general. Uh, yes, she's being nice here. But again, as her girlfriend pointed out a couple of episodes ago, she is so goddamn shameless as a flirt.
2: <laughs> she's leading this poor girl on. And she does this to every girl she meets. <laughs> I mean, she can. Why not?
1: <laughs> sure. You it's... can get away with it. I don't think she's, is she doing this on purpose? I know that we're going to get to the point where, uh, like, oh, yeah, that girl has a pure heart. We need to follow her. Uh, but, like, is, is, she didn't arrange the accident, right? No, 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 like, I don't think yeah. that. I don't think I just she think... really is, like, just kind of being like, oh, you hurt your hand. Here, let me, let me wrap that up with my scarf. No. You know, a very, a very sanitary bandagey thing to
0: do. Yeah. Yes. And if you say it the way you said it you don't sound like you're trying to get in the person's pants. But when you're like, oh, you're hurt. Let me see that. You know, the way she behaves is, I think, listen, I don't think she went, oh, this is the perfect opportunity and, like, took advantage. I think she it's just second nature to her now. Like, that's yeah, just I how she Heruka's is all the just time. Yeah, a huge flirt. Yeah, all the time.
1: I don't think Haruka's love- even flirting. I think she's just being, like, I don't think she's being disingenuous or anything. I think she's just effortlessly charming. <laughs> I, don't I think know. it's a little
2: bit of both. Like, I, I think I think she does have the effortless charm, but I think she also plays it up for fun.
0: Haruka drives away, popping a wheelie and blowing a kiss.
2: Yeah, yeah, not she's a flirt awesome. at all. Not a
0: flirt at all. Popping a wheelie, blowing a kiss. Signature move. <laughs> sure.
2: I like that. Uh, I really like the way the background's drawn when she's driving off. Like, it's it. It looks like it's actually like painted in a soft focus, which is really cool and difficult to do. But it, it's a really nice effect.
0: Now listen, Jupiter. Regardless of how handsome Haruka is, she's a woman. Says Yusaki. <laughs> yeah, very, very judgy. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Now I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Uh, this is not my opinion. Uh, I, there's definitely lesbian relationships in the show. This is not a thing I'm arguing with. But it's weird because I don't feel like they're playing this. And I know that we're, we're talking about the subtext and all this, and, and you're going to bring it to cookbook soon. I don't feel like they tend to play it as, no, maybe she likes women. I feel like they play it as, even though that's a woman, she looks so much like a handsome man that a woman could fall in love with her.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think that's, I I, I I think you have to, I think you do have to dig a little bit to find a more charitable interpretation of it. But I also think it's very easy, given the entire rest of the show, sure. to read this as Makoto has a crush on a girl and Usagi does not know what to do with that information.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I think what's happening and what's in the script are saying different things in this episode, because Mako keeps denying. She's like, no, I'm definitely not into this girl, but she's like, got star eyes and is blushing and just really wants to go hang out with her.
1: Well, they present it as... The, the, the thing that they they do in dialogue like this the strictest sense is that makoto's like no 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 she's just really cool and i just want to be exactly like her
2: exactly like her
1: yeah like she says at the end of the episode she's she's going to say like yeah i wish i could be a person like that uh, which like she's very much a person like that but okay <laughs>
0: Well, but you know what, I guess, I guess, no, this actually, that actually does fit really well with what she just said, where she's going, I've been working hard at being more feminine, because my natural inclination is to not be, and people judge me for that. I'm afraid people will judge me for that. So she said, maybe she's going, if I wish I had not felt that way, and could have just been me.
1: I think think that's the, I think that's the textual, what's going on textually. I think subtextually, there's, uh, there's more. I think there's a lot more, but I, I, I think it's it's you know I uh, in the in the same way that I think it's valuable to have Makoto as a character who is you know very very much a. Uh, a, a, you know, in a lot of ways, a stereotypical girl like she likes cooking and baking, and and she has a crush on every boy. She also like is tough and big and strong, and and it's like it's like the letter that we got from Seagal talking about how there's no you know right way to be feminine, there's no right way to be masculine. I think that's all stuff that can that can come up with Makoto as a character that I think you can see very textually in here in terms of like what the creators were intending. I think there's also a lot of romantic interest in Haruka in this show, partially because we've had a lot of episodes where the main cast shows a lot of romantic interest
0: in Haruka in this show. Yeah. But but again, but they quote-unquote get away with it by going, well, she just really looks like a guy.
1: Well, it's weird that,
0: that Usagi
1: and Makoto have this conversation where Usagi goes, hey, she's a girl. And Makoto goes, no, no, no. I'm not interested in her like that. And then there's a beat and then they both bust out laughing. Because it's they're embarrassed for even talking about it. Yeah, well, it's like, I think they're laughing because, like, yeah, look, we all know what's happening here. <laughs> uh, speaking of what's happening here, let's linger on a scene of uh,
0: Michiru floating in a pool. You didn't want that to be the screenshot? We could assemble all the, the, the entire length of her body in the pool?
1: Uh, ups- floating upside down in the pool? No, yeah. I did not. <laughs> I think the shot that I just sent you guys is a lot better.
2: This uh, this scene I don't think I got it. really confused me the no, first did. time I watched it, because it's like, she's remembering this conversation, right? She's not talking to Haruka at the moment.
1: I honestly couldn't figure out if this was, like, happening
2: telepathically. <laughs> that is a great screenshot.
1: Or if this was Michiru remembering. I don't think ring.
0: they're telepathic. She must be oh. remembering.
2: Or if
1: they're having a conversation, like in the same room but like th- for some reason we're only getting a very stylized representation of it but the one thing i do know th- is that the silence is approaching
2: <laughs> yeah uh in that shot where it's the two of them like panning down the screen i wanted them to just like pan down and we see a bunch of hash marks on Machiru's arm like the silence from doctor who
0: yes yes exactly yes also oh, i
2: thought
1: that was the i thought that was the tally of girls she had flirted with today
2: <laughs> that would be haruka <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that mm. does make
0: sense.
2: So and also,
1: Haruka,
0: not we must find the Messiah at all cost? What? Yeah, that was. One, I also wrote that one down. <laughs>
2: Look, is he when did the Messiah come? In?
0: <laughs> yeah that that's a new that's a new twist i mean again we did say the holy grail but i didn't know the messiah was going to be involved as well like this is crazy
1: oh also the 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 thing in my notes i wrote down from the Lassium was
2: of course i'm not interested in her i'm very heterosexual extremely very heterosexual <laughs> when mature gets out of the pool like that's the thing that was where i interpreted it as she was remembering the conversation because then she gets up and like goes to use her watch to call haruka who's out in the city
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But also, and you don't get a good look at it, but that watch kind of looks like maybe it's a similar design to Tuxedo Mask's pocket watch. Which, if it is, that's pretty cool.
1: Here's my question. They don't have cats. Where did they get their transformation items?
0: That's a great question. Where did
1: they get their watch communicators and their transformation items? If it wasn't Luna or Artemis, the only two sources we have seen of transformation items?
2: I mean... Luna and Artemis do keep stuff from everyone. Maybe, maybe they did give them all of this, and they just didn't tell Usagi and anyone else.
1: That's a that's a entirely true. That's fucked uh, up. But yeah, there's a lo- there's an awful lot of lingering on Michiru in
0: this scene. Oh yeah, why don't we why don't we watch her butt get out of the pool?
1: Yeah, it's like this is like a movie that would be on at one o'clock in the morning on Cinemax in 1998. <laughs> Our next scene involves. Uh, three of the scouts, Usagi and Makoto have now been joined by Ami. Makoto very insensitively is like, "Hey, do you know where Haruka lives?" <laughs> "Do you know like where her house is like that I could go to?" Because uh, why would that be hurtful to anyone? I don't, I don't even understand.
2: It's oh yeah, right. this is uh, Amy learning about the human emotion of jealousy.
1: Yeah, like watch watch Ami in the background. She's like she's like, "Oh, do you mean that, Haruka?" And then she looks very sad walking behind Makoto. As they walk past, well, she just right. look sad. she? she does. She looks distraught. She's horribly distraught.
0: Um, uh, I I don't see it yet. Let me see. Ami's emotions are very subtle. She's smiling. She's absolutely not smiling. She's in like resting smile face like she always does. Nope. Nope. That is not
1: a smile. not. I refuse. I refuse to believe it. Okay. But yeah. So uh, they walk past. Like, not only do they walk past Haruka, they also then walk past Kaolinite. Again, they are in Tokyo. It's a very large city.
2: I kind of got the impression that Haruka was following them or, like, trying to track something that happened to be leading her to them.
0: Do you think that she literally was like, oh, I almost crashed into that girl and she was really nice, so therefore let's tear her heart out and let her die? Uh. (laughs) Ah. I don't know.
2: I mean, I don't think that's it, but she says, like, what is the conversation? Like, Machiri says something about... The seas are restless, and Haruka says she's tracking the energy or something to that effect. And then that's when everyone walks by.
0: Uh, right, somewhere near here. So she's actually tracking probably Kaori Knight.
2: Oh, yeah, that makes sense.
0: So uh, Makoto explains that
1: she, she d- just wants to give Haruka her scarf back, and she doesn't know when she's going to see her again, even though they have run into her every day since they got into town.
0: Uh, wait, then, wait, 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 wait. I'm yes. sorry. So literally, it's Uranus is tracking Kaori Knight. Kaori Knight is tracking Jupiter. Maybe because, I mean, because Jupiter has a pure heart. But like, is, it, is that just indi- as indicated by the crash? Or just she also just has a pure heart and it's just her time? I, do, I don't know how they determine Makoto has a pure heart. Because cause she literally says like, target acquired.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. She doesn't say anything else beyond that, though, does she? So I just target I think, confirms. okay.
1: Here's what I think is happening. I think Haruka's following Kaolinite. Kaolinite's following the Diamond Egg. The Diamond Egg is following Makoto. Makoto's following the Scarf.
2: Oh, see, I I just watched that scene again, and I want to interpret it as like, Kaolinite was just waiting for the bus, and these girls walked past, and she's like, yeah, that'll do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they look kind of familiar. So the Scarf, yeah, because the Scarf blows away in the wind, and, uh, Makoto has to follow it. It Makoto goes, oh no, my excuse for seeing Haruka again. And And Ami goes, excuse?
2: And looks worried.
0: Yeah, looks very worried. That's accurate. It lands under a car. Makoto lies down on the ground to reach under the car and get it. And the egg goes into the thing, into the scarf. How does she not see it?
2: I mean, she's got her face kind of turned to the side while she's reaching under the car. But that, yeah, I don't really buy it either.
0: And then the scarf grabs her back.
2: Oh, yeah, that is terrifying.
0: She grabs the scarf, and the scar- scarf grabs her.
2: Like, that is hey. that is every nightmare about, like, something grabbing your feet from under the bed just animated
1: there. Yeah, uh, she doesn't see it because she's got her eyes closed, because she's straining to reach for the scarf. Dumb. <laughs> You've never, like, tried to reach for something under the couch and, like, really had to work on it, Jordan?
0: Yeah, where I kept my eyes shut for, like, a minute,
1: reaching and reaching and reaching. No. Uh, so... The Scarf then turns into a monster named Scarf.
2: Oh, uh-huh, I love this monster. Well, well uh, uh,
1: here's what I wrote down about, uh, about Scarf. Uh, first of all, I wrote Scarf monster, Scarf monster, <laughs> Scarf monster. <'cause> I'm very <laughs> excited. And then I wrote, I, I legit did not realize Scarf was a diamond at first because she doesn't get sexy until halfway through the episode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, is, oh, that is the
0: best part. Really? Oh, that was, I thought that was weird because she is creepy under the car. Like oh, yeah. under the car, she's, she's like, oh, it's like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: she's like got, she's got like a, a robe that gives her like, she's very formless. And she's got this mask. That's this like sad, crying demon face. It's like a legitimately creepy look. And she also mm-hmm. has like a wig on. She has like a brown wig on. And then she like scarfs her way out from under the car, which is delightful. Uh, and then uh, Usagi sees this and she's like, oh, it's a monster. And then Ami has to literally push oh, her up. Yes.
2: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> she so shouts, uh, she shouts transform to Jupiter. She's like, hey, transform. And then Amy's like, no, we need to get out of sight first.
0: Yeah. Come, come ah. on. Great. And this is why, when you read my notes earlier, this is why I wrote the word Sailor Mercury. Yes. Because this episode is the premiere of the Scouts having their own transformation song. Oh.
1: Yeah. Not only we do get to we hear get a Sailor Mercury song. transformation song. Not only do we get our theme song when Usagi transforms, yes. we then get a dedicated Sailor Mercury song, which is great.
0: Yeah, Sailor Mercury. It's good. It's it's really good. And they're all different, right? When we hear Sailor Jupiter's later, it's not the same with the different words, right? Uh,
1: I, that I did not notice, but we can we can get there when we get there. Okay. Scarf wraps up uh, Makoto in in scarves, and then uh, who? Of the two scouts there, who immediately moves to rescue Jupiter,
0: Just real quick. I can't remember. Jordan, do you remember? First of all, first of all, mm-hmm. Sailor Moon has a serious problem in that she never attacks for no reason. Like, l- let's put aside who attacks first. Who attacks? Period. Sailor Moon <laughs> kills monsters and does not kill this monster for no reason. But you're right. Yeah, but, Mercury but, attacks but,
1: but, first. Who
0: goes first? Yeah, who? who Mercury always right shoots Shine Aqua Illusion. We've already established that Mercury has to attack first; otherwise, people will realize her attacks are useless. How dare you! Shine Aqua <laughs> Illusion rules. Useless? No, you're right. Shine Aqua Illusion is actually pretty decent. It actually helps in this case. But you yeah. notice that she does not do Bubble Spray anymore. I don't blame her. <laughs> no, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't want to level the city, my dude. Like, oh. it, like
1: Makoto's in the firing line here. Ridiculous. Uh, Makoto also like when when Shinako Illusion freezes the scarf. Makoto like flexes out Superman style. This looks awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. As and, and again, as her normal self, that's not <laughs> a Sailor Scout. She's just like.
1: Yeah. Have you ever tried to flex your way out of ice?
0: <laughs> Never. It's very difficult so then scarf runs away on some sexy legs
2: that that is amazing like when she jumps up in the air and you see her sexy lady legs and her her running like that is my favorite it's so thing. cute
0: it's really funny it's yeah. really I love funny she's
1: literally just like an empty scarf with sexy lady legs it's the <laughs> i fucking love the diamonds
2: they're yeah, that's so just, great like that animation of her running that's what i thought was going to be the screenshot for the episode
0: that's yeah that's not not bad Um, A lot of good screenshots in this episode.
1: Maybe, uh, maybe one of our Patreon goals should be that we set up like a a Sailor Business
0: Tumblr and I go back to doing screenshots for every episode. Sure. Then we discover that Sailors, Neptune and Uranus just watched all that go down. Just watched it all go down. They just were like, well, that girl might die. Mm, No, she's all right. Okay, fine. They'll be back, I guess. (sighs) And then Neptune brings up the sensible question of, hey, You know how, like, they don't like monsters and we don't like monsters? (laughs) What if we, like, work together with them and cold-hearted Uranus (laughs) says the silence is approaching?
2: She also says that she doesn't think the other scouts would be willing to sacrifice people, which I think she's right about. Yeah. Oh, no, she is. Well, they literally
1: have not had to up to this point. Right. Yeah. That's the only time they run into maybe having to sacrifice someone is when, uh, is when Haruka's like, no, nah, I don't want to give you the heart.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is the thing about them. They're a bunch of dickholes. And, I be- and, and, <laughs> and, and I, why don't we keep a running tally of how many people get sacrificed in the, re- in the rest of this uh, season? And we'll see how many needed to die. And then we can judge whether they made the right call. <laughs>
1: uh and with that I break oh, yeah, yep. Yep. so you know everybody stretch shingo a little bit <laughs> ah, sit up straight okay
2: but also when they're having this conversation it does kind of seem like Machiru just goes along with whatever Haruka wants to do Haruka's the boss I guess so but why I mean, she's cooler, but that doesn't, that's not an actual, like, in-story reason.
0: I think because, I think just Mashiro is very, I mean, she's good at everything, but she's also very, you know, she's just very go-along-to-get-along, you know what I mean? Like, she's not aggressive, Mashiro. She just quietly does what she does.
2: To me, she always kind of felt like the sailor scout that doesn't get much personality. Like, she's just kind of there.
0: She reminds me of a person that I know is the thing that's why i feel like she has personality like okay. i know a person who is very talented and does a lot of stuff but like doesn't push their themselves on everyone or doesn't push for what they want really they like it's just like i'll just be quiet and do what i do
1: oh jordan thank you
0: chris sweet, yes you. it was you exactly <laughs> yes that sounds exactly <laughs> like me, to be honest yeah Everything. yeah we everybody thinks of you as non-aggressive
1: yeah it's very very chill and 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 like a prodigy at everything. A 34-year-old prodigy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. How dare you? So anyway, uh so the next day, uh, or I guess I guess that night, right? Uh, yeah. Makoto is back in the parking lot looking for uh Haruka's scarf. Cause now she not only doesn't have the excuse to see her, she's also lost her very nice uh embroidered scarf. Right.
2: Also, though, if you just lost a scarf in the middle of a city street, would you really expect it to still be there when you got back, like, 12 hours later? And if so, would you still want it? Well, it, <laughs> it is a,
1: uh, like, it's. it was under a car, so maybe, <laughs> if it hasn't been that windy, but there was a monster fight that happened there.
2: Also, like, I guess Makoto doesn't realize that it was the scarf that turned into the scarf monster. No. Which is
1: weird because Scarf the Monster has the same like logo on yeah. her
0: as the Scarf does. Well, she's a different color though.
1: Yeah, but she's got like like if if my like if I had some Adidas and then I lost one of my Adidas and then a monster showed up with three stripes, <laughs> I'd be like, Hey, is that an Adidas monster?
0: Yeah, <laughs> Especially yeah. if
1: I had previously seen things turn into monsters five oh, or six yeah. times, which is that, where that we're helps. at right now.
0: That helps, yeah.
1: Uh, so then we get what might be my actual favorite line of the episode. Well, actually, it's not my favorite line of the episode. Is still coming up, but uh, Haruka and Michiru roll up, and Haruka leans up, like leans over the side of her convertible and goes, "Hey, nice to see you again, girl from yesterday." <laughs> Which is awesome because she doesn't even know her name. She just calls her "girl from yesterday," like that and is her name. They've met, haven't they? Like, haven't they met properly in previous episodes? Think, well, Makoto was in the arcade at the end of a handsome boy. Okay. When 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 Hurga showed up with you know like lip gloss on <laughs> and no jacket.
0: Uh, I th- I mean yes, it's funny. I don't I think she should have bothered to learn her name, but whatever. I think it's hilarious. So then she's like she just goes, "Mind joining us for a while?" <laughs> Which is like, "I'm not going to be very specific. I just want you around. I think you should be with us for some time." <laughs>
1: It is mega shady.
0: (laughs) Um I mean because here's the thing. If you if you think of it as the the like Yusagi does as the crush thing, it's like really kind of fucked up that they would just pull up and be like, come get it on with me and my girl.
2: (laughs) Which is I'm not down for
1: it though. Yes, obviously. They're in high school.
2: I guess so it's more
1: likely to do that older kids you don't even know what they're up
0: to i mean
2: you uh, never just vaguely hung out with people when you were a teenager
0: yeah but not people i don't know if i if i went well, up to someone i to didn't know them. yeah but i would probably go me and her are going to the malt shop i'm not that old <laughs> <laughs> i'm just joking but like we're going to we're going to go to the mall or we're going to go to the fucking record store or something you want to come we're going to go watch a movie we're not going to go just spend some time with us what, what do you say
1: yeah, I mean, look, someone rolling up in a car who doesn't know your name, telling you to just get in their car and drive around <laughs> yeah. with them, like, is literally the thing we tell children to not do. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like, first, first of all, I love that she's like, hey, girl, whose name I don't know, why don't you, uh, will not you hop in? We'll go for a cruise. And then, uh, when Usagi's like, yeah, this is not a good idea.
2: <laughs> have you guys Which, watched Revolutionary Girl Utena? I have no. not. Oh, because it's, I mean, that's, I recommend it. I really like it. Uh, It's by the same director. It came after this. And I feel like Usagi has seen it based on how she's reacting to Haruka getting in the sports car.
0: (laughs) That's funny. Because if
2: you get in the sports car in that show, you are on your own.
0: Uh, And of course, Haruka is like, oh, is it wrong for girls to go on a drive together? Yes. And Mashiro is like laughing her ass off. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Is it wrong to just, you know, be gal pals? <laughs> it's also like really like it's really weird for Usagi to be like, look, if you get in that car, I know what's gonna happen.
2: I mean, <laughs> like again, Usagi, if you've seen Utena, you do know what's gonna happen.
1: Usagi's very mother
0: hen in this uh in this episode. So they are okay, let's talk about this car for half a second, because again, you're right, they've gotta be really rich. She has multiple cars and multiple motorcycles at this point, correct?
2: Have we seen her with multiple motorcycles? I don't well, think
1: the one that she almost hits uh Usagi with is the same one that Michiru was riding side saddle on.
0: Yeah, cuz it looks way sportier. So so the, so again, by the way, they're like hanging out to chat in this car, but it's a convertible and they're driving on the highway. <laughs> There's like no way they can hear a word anybody is saying unless they're like screaming at each other.
1: Yeah. And this is also where Michiru is like, oh, yeah, we've met before. <laughs> like, yeah, I was there when you two previously met, which you two don't seem to remember. Uh, and this is also where we get the scene where Haruka uh, like, offers up that bullshit line about getting her license uh, in another country, which absolutely did not happen. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, my uncle who works at Nintendo and my Canadian girlfriend really needed someone to drive him around.
0: <laughs> right, right, so. right. So, so these kids are just breaking the law driving around. She's yes. got to be really rich. I think you, you're, you're you're right.
2: She's really rich and she's really good at driving. so Well, sure. She won't get pulled over because she is good at driving. She'd lose her wheels.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, this is where the flirting begins in earnest. Because this is where, uh, like, this is where Hurka's like, hey, those earrings look good on
0: you. Yeah, but but hold on, Chris, because that's even more fucked up. Because now they're literally, oh, remember when we were just saying it was sketchy that she got in this car? Oh, yeah. It- they are going to murder her. Yeah, no, <laughs> they mur- are planning for her to
1: die. The real reason is way sketchier than anything that, like, Usagi assumes is
0: going on. Like, it's a literal murder plot. They are, they are flirting with her because they know in like half an hour, she will be dead and it won't matter.
1: (laughs) So Makoto turns bright red from the compliments and then, oh, oh, get ready. (laughs) Get the hashtag trending. It's cookbook time.
0: Uh, My next note is I know what Chris will say, although it was probably, I think it was about the next scene, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: well, it cuts, we cut directly from Makoto's face being read from being flirted with by Haruka to Ami looking shocked uh, alone in the frame, alone in the frame looking shocked and then leaning forward and Ray and Minako come in and uh, all three of them are shocked, but Ray and Mina look disbelieving that Makoto got a date, which that's a big move <laughs> guys. Like she's again, she's tall and gorgeous and powerful. They look disbelieving Ami looks very upset.
2: And even through all of this, like, they're talking about, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Makoto's on a date with Haruka. Like, what's going on? Or they're like, how can she go on a date with a girl? And Amy keeps interjecting with, that's not the problem.
1: Yeah, literally, the line is, uh, Minako says, did Makoto change her orientation? And Ami goes, that's not the issue. <laughs> like, you're you need to catch up. To what's happening here. Oh, and then okay. it happens
2: again. Uh, Ray says, like, handsome or not, I can't believe Makoto would chase after a woman. And Amy jumps in again with, that's not the issue. Yeah, no, no, no. guys, this is not the
1: problem. <laughs> Makoto dating women is not a new thing that we need to discuss at this table. Yeah, it's, uh, she, she looks
0: so heartbroken. And then she gets red in the face. Listen, I'll be honest with you. It's hard to interpret the scene any other way. Yeah. The only thing, yeah, all you've got is when, when, when Amy explodes yelling, that's not the issue and declares that they can't leave her by herself. The only other interpretation is that she's put it together that they're Neptune and Uranus maybe, because she says the enemy is after Makoto's pure heart.
2: Oh, uh, she, I mean, she did see the monster attack Makoto.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. So oh that's what it is. No There you go. No, no. you just solved it. No. She's sitting there going, There's a monster named Scarf who is trying to kill her and we've left her by herself. She was supposed to be here with us so we could protect her.
2: I mean I don't think that's the problem, but
0: That's not that the is issue. Also... That's the canonical issue. That's not the issue. <laughs> that's that's what, what Ami says. Can I can I also criticize Yusagi's telling of this story? Because she's also this is not a date. It's kind of a date. <laughs> it, it Well, again, uh, speaking of that's not the issue, I, I would think weirder than the fact that she's, quote, on a date with a woman. It's, quote, she's on a date with two women. <laughs> you would think that would come up at some point. Now, yeah. I will say
1: this is where the episode gets into some, some dodgy territory in terms of the reactions. I don't know what the Cloverway dub does with this scene, but uh, Ami calls up uh, Mako on her communicator watch. And then is shoved Bef- out of the way.
2: Uh, before we get to that, though, can we like let's not skip the part where everyone's talking about like what Makoto's on a date with a woman, and then Usagi just whips out Ray's drag magazine stash?
0: Oh yeah, that's strange. All girl review picture album. She just tries to embarrass Ray for no reason. Yeah, you know, like look, th- th- there's they have a lot of interests. Like I will say, th- this doesn't this 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 part doesn't really. uh seem to, to speak well for Burning Love or, or Firewood, though, because both of them are like, what? Yes, this is like, again,
1: this is this is pretty rough stuff here uh, because they shove Ami out of the way and they tell, like, their reaction to Makoto being, as they have been presented with, being on a date with a woman by saying, no, 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 don't give up. Well, <laughs> uh, there's there's lots of great guys out there which is like really offensive
0: yeah 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 it's crazy yeah so sh- this is when they're talking to her on the watch
1: and even uh like and again ami
0: goes yeah not the issue <laughs> not, this is not the problem and yeah and lita's just like i'm gonna i'll take care of the monsters on my own see that no, no i'm glad you thought of that explanation because that actually makes sense now
1: well i mean it is i love that that's completely
0: textual and even you missed it (laughs) i all i could think about was cookbook i'm sorry like that was literally all that came to my mind and i was like oh my god what's happening um so and also by the way so that what i wrote in my notes here is why were you talking to your watch because she's just like five feet away (laughs) talking to her watch they don't i mean correct me if i'm wrong they didn't even have cell phones back then
1: mid 90s this is what 94 they might have had they might have had like those big phones
0: like big old <laughs> yeah, phones but it would be weird for her to have one they'd all be going whoa where'd you get that like again if rich uh rich uh haruka has it we'd, we'd believe it like so she's just like literally like i'm gonna be over there for a minute guys <laughs> hello watch how you doing What time is it? Oh, that's a nice time.
2: I guess because we, the audience, know that Haruka and Michiru also have communicator watches. Jupiter knows that, too. I don't know.
0: But neither of them know—they don't know that about each other.
1: No. The weirder thing to me is that she's talking to a communicator watch that she's not wearing. Yeah, yeah. She's she she like, it. she is just like holding it like it was in her pocket.
0: So uh, as she's, uh, so she finishes talking to her friends, and then she's like, "Oh, hey guys, I'm done talking to my watch for no reason." And right behind her is the scarf monster, who then ditches her cape, and you find out.
2: Well, she doesn't just though... ditch her cape. She like flasher opens it. Yeah. And yeah, Mako like averts her eyes for a second, then turns back like to sneak a peek.
1: Yes, that's just. Just heads up, there is a there is a peak snuck. Uh and then Yeah, you're right. I didn't interpret it that way, but you're absolutely right. That is really weird. Absolutely what's happening. Uh and then uh Scarf is revealed to be a sexy lady. Uh she grabs Makoto and then uh I guess Haruka like throws a rock at her and knocks her creepy mask and wig off. And yep, it's it's she is exactly as sexy as all the other diamonds maybe not race car why
0: did she wear a mask why
2: i i don't know if her design is at all supposed to be based on this but i've heard like i've read there's a japanese urban legend about a ghost that i'm trying to remember the details it's um like i don't know that this would be based on it because i think it's a ghost that haunts public restrooms but it offers you, like, a red cape or a blue cape. And depending on what you choose, like, it kills you in different ways. And that also wears a mask. Weird. And I, I don't know, like, just because, again, Scarf starts out, like, wearing a red cape and then she has this blue... Or wearing a blue cape and then she has this red wrap dress that she tries to kill people with. Right. I don't know if that's... But that was what I thought of huh. when I saw this that's design. That's an interesting story.
1: I think... The scarf just wanted to be more intimidating because scarf does not look fearsome.
2: No, scarf looks That's like true. a like
1: an elf. Yeah,
0: she's a Kilo and she Kilo has elf. green hair and a red dress. She looks like a cute little Christmas elf. <laughs> now, uh, I have a question about her tattoo. <laughs> oh, can, oh, please, by all means, ask. Where is her tattoo? You
1: don't
2: know where her tattoo is. Well,
1: is I we cut out a version. It was cut out of the Cloverway version. Was it? Did um, you check? Yes.
2: I mean it must have been. Is is it
0: her nipple? Yes. yes. No. She's wearing like a like a pasty. Well, except well I th- I thought except of it as a tattoo, but all right. It's a scar. Yeah, it's, it's, it
2: it's more a like black a tattoo. Star tattoo.
0: So you ch- wait, you checked if it was cut out? That's really yeah. funny. Yeah. Because there is no way that they would be airing that on Cartoon Network. Well, because I wasn't sure if it was if it was on the side of her boob or if it was front and center. And apparently it it's front and, front
2: and center. center. Yeah, uh, wow. Kalanite says, take this girl's pure heart. And then Scarf just flashes her boob at her.
0: Yep.
1: So once again, if you like <laughs> subtext,
0: this is the one. <laughs> She's drawing out her heart with her boob.
1: So as that is happening, uh, Uranus and Neptune have just like walked over to the woods to transform, and they're now just watching. Mitri is like, well, this is exactly what we wanted. <laughs> and Hugo's like, mm, yeah, I kind of feel bad, but what you going to do? Meanwhile, Makoto is screaming as her heart is torn out of her body.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I've I've talked about this before, but I the more I think about it, the more I believe it. Their, their attacks are entirely metaphoric because all that they really do. I mean, when you've got, uh, for example... Sailor Mars' attacks, like, she's really doing stuff with fire. Fire is shooting out, and things are on fire. When when Jupiter uses lightning, it's actually lightning, and it electrocutes things. And same with Mercury, all of them. I don't know if it actually uses love when, when Venus is attacking, but... <laughs> well, at um, least a shaped chain comes out and smacks you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Whereas with these two, one of them talks about water, the other one talks about Earth, neither of those things actually happen. They only happen in metaphor world when they're spinning around. What actually happens is they shoot out a ball with a with a ring around it. The end.
2: Yeah, I had I had kind of interpreted uh, Neptune's attack as like they do actually get hit with a tidal wave, but maybe I'm. But
0: but all you see is a ball with a with a ring around it.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that was just me reading the animation. wrong.
0: Well, because because I think because, again, they do show a tidal wave, but they show the tidal wave in the in that same quote unquote, like world where where Sailor Moon is 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 seeing all flashing lights when she transforms and stars and stuff like it's hard to say whether that's real or whether that's metaphoric.
2: I think maybe we're supposed to interpret them like being hit with the force of a tidal wave or an maybe. earthquake. But if you just animate a planet shaped ball being shot out, then you can reuse that and turn it different colors
0: <laughs> <Or>
2: <laughs> I
1: I don't think that when Neptune does world or when Uranus does world shaking that she's like literally tearing up the ground. but I, no, do, she's I not. I do think it's like that would be a long fork to draw. <laughs> I think it's like when you when you do an attack in Street Fighter. And like, you know, the ground comes up and then just kind of like goes away and the actual stage is not changed. Like, I think everything that you like, if you watched Neptune do world shaking, like if you were the monster, you would see what we see when she does her attack. But it's not like literally happening to the ground around her. It's just like the attack kind of magically creates that look. And then it just goes away. And It just goes away.
0: That's that's real weird.
1: I mean, like, look, again, just like Street Fighter. Oh,
0: that bastion
1: of reality,
0: Street Fighter. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, Jordan. I'm sorry. You're right. This is a very realistic program. <laughs>
0: no, no, I understand what yeah, I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's just like this fighting game where, yeah, no, of course, nothing affects anything ever because it's a fighting game and it has a programmed world. And yeah, of course, nothing will affect anything. Well, anyway, that's all I have to say.
1: It turns out that uh, Makoto is not, like, dead or comatose. She's... Or trying to kiss everyone. Yes. She's paralyzed, but she's like, Oh, hey, did, like, Neptune and Uranus, like, were they just, like, standing there and watching while Haruka and Michiru were attacked? Those assholes. (laughs) Which is a very, Uh. which is very Makoto.
2: The way she's kind of, like, just lying on the ground, like, I don't know, the way she's posed and drawn in that shot, it feels like she's heartbroken, which kind of makes sense after having her heart ripped out. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very sad. So I think we,
1: like, I, I think we kind of know what most of the Sailor Scouts' superpowers are. Uh, but, you know, we, we've they've been weird in the past like sailor teleport is a weird one sailor planet power is a weird one that sometimes they can fly but i think we all know that the most prominent canonical superpower of the sailor scouts is their ability to stand on public art
2: <laughs> i love that i love the i thought it was a playground at first but yeah i think it's just modern art sculptures that they're standing on and that's awesome
1: uh yeah so moon shows up and she's like yeah hey i'll punish you uh and then We get some more attacks. We get Burning Mandala. We get uh, Venus Love Me Chain. And because we're not actually seeing the attacks, we don't, like, we get to see them done in different ways. Like, we we don't get the standard attack animation. They're just, like, jumping through the air with their hands out doing them, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And then, like, Haruka and Mijiru are like, oh, hey, this actually turns out not a talisman. We don't need this. And then Usagi has to be like, hey... Please give us that back. Don't just throw it into the ocean like I'm pretty sure you were planning to do. Can we have this girl's heart back, please?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Haruka uh, Haruka steals Mako's heart, and then I think it's Amy puts it back. Hmm. hmm interesting. Interesting. That, <sighs> that would happen that way. Very interesting. Oh, and but then... um, if you watch before that, like when you see Neptune, she uses deep submerge uh-huh. on the monster, and- Right. Like, it does do the planet thing, but then it also looks like she does get hit by a tidal wave.
0: And then it all just disappears, like Chris said. So <laughs> yeah, maybe that is what it is. They You get a vision of water, but then it's just like, by the way, you're not wet. Like, it just hurt you. So Ami puts Makoto's heart back in.
1: Uh, and then Makoto wakes up. And they're like, hey, you just had your heart ripped out and put back in. You need to take it easy. And Makoto goes, I can't take it easy. <laughs> i
0: I canonically have zero chill (laughs) she transforms with a new song it's kind of surprising that she doesn't get a new attack here now here's the thing about well no we're just we're just adding songs right now why does nobody see her transform they took her like a foot away in the woods man they're by
1: a tree that means they're (laughs) in the woods protected can't see things around trees I mean, I guess
2: maybe they're distracted by the fight.
0: Uranus and Neptune who don't give a shit about anything. Why
2: would they be looking at that? I don't, I don't know. know. I shouldn't try to make excuses for it. So uh,
1: Sailor Jupiter hits sparkling Wide pressure. Sailor Moon hits uh, Moon Spiral Heart Attack, both of which look like they have amazing impact. I love it.
0: And then that is pretty much that for Scarf. Lovely. I mean, you're right. Scarf does look really cute. And innocent. I mean, we know that she's killing people, but if you didn't know that, I would not think, oh yeah, it's okay to kill that person. Like, she looks so nice.
1: Jordan, do you often judge who it's okay <laughs> to kill by looks? Is that just something you... you <laughs> she
2: mentioned? looks
0: like... she looks cute in the sense of not like a cute... not even like a cute girl, but like a cute animal. Like, oh, like, that's a kitten. She like, does have like kitten.
2: rodent ears or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, she looks like a, like a mouse or something.
1: So then, uh, Makoto still thinks... Oh, yeah. That Haruka, okay, Makoto thinks that Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune, like, let not just her be attacked by the monster, but also let Haruka and Michiru be attacked by the monster. Uh, Technically true, but confusing. (laughs) Uh, And so then Makoto's like, hey, hey, no, you do not get to walk away. Fuck you. (laughs) And goes to punch Sailor Uranus in the fucking face. Really? You think she's going to punch her? Yo, oh, yeah. Yeah, Jordan. She was coming around with that left hand. <laughs> well, instead, what happens instead, Chris? Uh, well, instead, th- th- in a scene I do not like, Heruka, or Uranus knocks her hand out of the way, blocks the punch, and then just socks Jupiter in the stomach, and Jupiter goes down. And that's bullshit? That's like some, that's like some poochy, I'm actually even cooler than everybody else stuff, which is nonsense. I...
2: We'll say it's pretty impressive, though, that Jupiter is so tough that Uranus cut her hand by punching her.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what that means, but well, okay. It, when she blocks
1: the, it's the hand she uses to block. Because okay, Makoto's coming around with a left hand. Uh, Haruka's blocking with her right hand. So when she blocks, Makoto's hitting her so hard that it tears through her glove and her hand. I think.
2: Oh. I think the okay. I thought was it was the, the hand she punched her with.
1: <laughs> No, I think the implication is that uh, Makoto just broke. Uh, like she she blocked it, but it broke her wrist to block a, uh, a hit. I don't uh, think it broke her wrist. I do. I do. And then uh, and then Haruka and uh, Michiru uh, transform back into their civilian forms and just lay down on the ground, <laughs> and
0: take a little nap. Yeah, that's weird too, man. That's real weird.
2: They have to keep up their cover. Makoto knows they were there. Yeah, and Makoto,
1: like. And Makoto actually ends the episode kind of feeling really bad about this because she thinks that Haruka and Michiru were put in danger because they were hanging out with her. Not the, uh, like, the real truth, which is the other way around. Right. That Makoto was in danger because Haruka and Michiru put her there. uh, Well, no. Exceptional jerks. I mean, technically, she was in danger anyway. But they they were literally using her as bait. Right. Yes, yes. And then, and then we get the end of the episode, which is the little watercolor scene, uh, with Makoto saying, uh, one day I want to become a wonderful woman like her.
2: Also, Makoto bandages Haruka's yeah. hand with that scarf that has been blowing around the city streets all day. <laughs> I think the question that, is... That is so infected. <laughs> She's going to get gran- gangrene and die.
1: Yep. Has the scarf not just been blowing around the city, but has the scarf also been hit with uh sparkling white pressure deep submerge and moon spiral heart attack
2: like that scarf
1: should be like
2: fucked also no one seems to worry about getting blood stains on this light purple scarf what is it made out of
0: (laughs) good question
1: so then all the the next day all the girls are walking around the city and almost uh, all the girls yes except makoto and they walk by a shop and uh, who who is it that stops? Who is it that gets distracted by uh, by looking at what's going on in the shop again?
0: Jordan. Well, I don't know what that well, indicates. What well, the other be-
2: girls are talking about like so. Do you think Haruka's or do you think Mako's serious about a crush on Haruka? And Amy knows better.
1: Yeah, Amy uh, looks into the shop and she sees uh, Makoto buying a new scarf and posing in the mirror very
0: very cutely, and that's the end of our episode. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Like, you, I don't know what why her being the one to stop would make a difference.
1: Well, you know, like y- y- you know how sometimes she knows. You, you see the person you like in in a crowd, and every, nobody else will notice, but you, but you sure do. Hmm. Hmm.
2: While all the other girls are speculating about her feelings, she knows where Makoto's heart lies.
1: So true. That's and with like, that we get to the end of the episode. And that means that was we, a
0: very cookbook episode, yeah
1: well, oh not only was it a cookbook episode, I did come up with the hashtag for if you want to ship uh Makoto and uh Haruko.
0: Oh no, what is it? What is it? Shake and bake <laughs> Nice.
1: I love it. because of world shaking. it's very funny. no we got, it. <laughs> we, we got it all right, so
2: oh, she will shake your world.
1: Now is the time where we talk about uh, what we learned from the episode. Unfortunately, we are past the era of sailor of canonical Sailor Moon says life lessons, but uh, we will tell you what we learned from this episode. And we'll start with you, Christy. What did you learn from this episode?
2: I learned that they must have really good laundry detergent in Japan because no one worries about blood stains.
1: <laughs> White wine, I think. Right? White <laughs> wine
0: is that what you use?
2: Uh I mean not for my laundry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jordan, what did you learn? What did I learn? I, I mean, I, I, I'm i trying hard not to learn that you should not be attracted to a woman if you're a woman. But uh, instead, I learned... Yeah, I learned that if you work really hard and become good at something, it's not that impressive. It's much better <laughs> to just be born with it. I learned that uh,
1: whether or not Makoto's orientation has changed is clearly <laughs> not the issue
0: it's not the issue.
1: Uh and that doesn't like I said I really I mean look for obvious reasons being the the hardcore uh cookbook shipper that I am. Uh I I thought this episode was uh really fun. Uh despite some of the the weirder treatment of uh sexuality in this episode, like weirder and, and frankly like a, a little offensive, like especially the like oh why would she like girls when there's so many guys out there to choose from? <laughs> uh that that kind of gets into some dicey territory but if you want to be absolutely charitable the show it is it is something that like like 14 year olds might say uh,
2: christy do you have any uh, final thoughts on the episode uh not on the episode but i just had a thought for like a patreon perk you guys could put out a cookbook <laughs> What?
0: <laughs> cooking's not really a talent of mine
1: yeah it's i like I wasn't born with it, so
2: Well that's why you need a book, so you can learn and get huh. better And be just like Makoto
1: We should, like,
2: cookbook I bet, I bet of the
1: uh, 40 people we've had on the show I bet all of them know at least one recipe That they can <laughs> contribute
0: But do um, they all have to be Have to be related to Amy and Lita?
1: Yes <laughs> Well, they all have to have Involve water and electricity <laughs> Nice uh, So yeah, uh, Christy, any any more thoughts on the episode itself? Like is, did, did, now, you picked these. Is this episode the reason you you picked these two?
2: Yes. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I think I got out everything I wanted to say. Though I'm just taking a look over my notes again. I mean, yeah, it it was mostly just super adorable, jealous Amy that I loved, and also Scarf with her sexy, sexy legs. Oh, so
1: Scarf is like Scarf is maybe not a top five monster, but definitely a top ten. Like ridiculous monster
2: does does this one make up for last week's episode for you uh i i
1: think so like I, for me yes i think this episode is is very very fun uh despite a couple of notable flaws really fun monster like again like a really I, I think this takes you know jordan you've talked about um how haruka and michiru seem to have like the same plot every episode like you know hey we need that heart fuck you and then like oh we don't need this here you can have it back and and that is exactly what they do in this one. But this episode adds a dimension to it that I think is simultaneously more ruthless in terms of of what Haruka does, but also like much more like like humanizes her a little bit because we get to see her through Makoto's eyes.
0: Mm, okay. Well, do you not like this episode, Jordan? You seem you seem a No, I thought it was pretty. a very good episode. I thought it was a fun episode. I just I just think that they're jerks. That's oh all. no,
1: they are complete <laughs> jerks. They are they are assholes.
0: I mean, like, again, the fact that they are literally like, come hop in the car. We're going to drive you to your death. (laughs) We're going to hang out with you until you die. And hopefully we will benefit from your death.
2: This, uh, it isn't related to the story, but I did notice watching through it again. Like, I had some complaints about the animation in the last episode, but I thought it was a lot like the drawing style was different in this one. But the animation itself was a lot smoother and worked better.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I I, I think that is absolutely true.
2: Also, I probably should have mentioned this sooner but i noticed this stuff because i'm an animator uh so i'm like just watching all the drawings and that's why i like focused on the bad crowd hold last time
1: (laughs) right 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 all right well that does it for the episode uh christy before we let you go can you tell everybody where they can find you online we talked about your uh your society six store earlier so if you'd like to replug that
2: I will replug that. That, once again, is society6.com slash B R I C-M-U-R-P-H-B-R-I-E-N. I am also on Twitter at Bunnysaurus underscore Rex, and on Tumblr at co-brian Sketches uh, C-O-B-R-I-E-N, sketches.
0: Awesome. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. And you can find our producer, Jake Mason, at jj underscore mason he's got a whole bunch of other podcasts you should check out like the Morphin grid and pokemon world tour and pokemon world tour united and the cool kids table did i miss any chris is there any other ones uh
1: not that i know of he's a he's a a busy young man is is jake mason uh you can find links to everything that i do at the-isb.com uh you should also check out if you haven't already uh the zero episode and the first episode of Xena Warrior Business are out now. That's the podcast that I host with uh, Allison Stock, where we watch Xena, much like this show. And uh, in our first episode, we have our first guest, and it's Jordan. Hey! Uh, so you get to hear Jordan, who has never watched Xena before, <laughs> reveal not much. knows
0: about Xena Warrior and, Business. And, that, and it's very unlikely that it made me barf.
1: Uh, You can also uh, find the show on Patreon we mentioned. It's at patreon.com slash sailor business. And if you would like to support the show in other ways, you can always tell a friend, uh, recommend the show to someone, or head over to uh, iTunes and give us a rating or review. That helps people find the show, and it's very nice. Uh, You can get in touch with the show at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can email the show. You can also tweet at the show at at sailorbusiness and find links to all the stuff that we talk about. Uh, And if you haven't seen our mine or Jordan's choices of episode uh, screenshots, they're all found at sailorbusiness.com where you can get the show as well. Uh, That does it for this episode. We will be back next time with the labyrinth of water. Ami Targeted. It's an Ami Spotlight episode. What?
0: And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.
2: Hop in, Lita. I need to ask you something. A ride? With you? Sure. Hey!
0: <laughs> Ryder, first you hmm? ditched me at school, and now you're ditching me in the street. Whoa, you can come along too, Serena. There's plenty of room. <laughs> uh, I've seen the way you drive a motorcycle, so I think my answer is no. Suit yourself. Guess it's just the three of us
2: then. We thought we'd get ice cream. Sure. What? Sounds great. Ice cream. Ice cream. Can you bring me back a doggy bag?